0: Welcome to Finding Balance in Christ with myself, Hannah Williams. Thank you for tuning in. This is episode six and really appreciate you tuning in and listening. So today's topic is a big one. And I say this is a big one because it is definitely something that has needed to be spoken about for a while. <laughs> let me say that. And it's been, it's been boiling, let, let me say so um to just give a hint of what we're going to discuss um i want us to just remember that scripture that is in the word of god we are in the world but we are not of the world so i say that to say there's so many things going on all around us in the world that are not pleasing to god i mean it's it's evident is absolutely clear with everything that is going on in the world with the things that they are basically trying to make us to consume and take in as christians it's not right unbelievers are doing things that are against what christ says are against the way and will of god basically and it happens. That's just life, you know. It even says it already in the word of God that all this is going to happen. So we can't say or question why. It's been known, you know. God has even known already that this is the kind of thing that is going to happen. And because of that, he reminds us not to judge, you know. We're not supposed to judge. It says it in Matthew chapter 7, verse 1. Judge not that you not be not judged. For with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Verse 3. And this is a big one. It says, why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? So, that's a reminder. There's all these things happening, but we have to be very careful not to judge. Now... Let's hold on to that and remember that there's a difference between judging and accepting something, right? There's a difference between taking something, right, accepting it, you know, in your heart, your spirit, your soul that it's wrong. But because you feel that everybody's doing it anyway, or if I say something, people are going to criticize me. But the Bible says I'm not supposed to judge. You, def- you therefore now conform to it. Why, what are we doing? The Bible already says that these things are wrong. He already says that we should not be acceptance of these things, but we're now contradicting ourselves and using the excuse of the Bible where it says that we shouldn't judge to now accept the wrongdoings, the things of the world, the things that we know in our hearts, minds, and souls are wrong. So I wanna now ask this question. Is it a thing of, as Christians, are we accommodating to it due to fear? Do so we have this belief that, okay, because our believers are now proclaiming this thing, like, for example, the same-sex marriage, or the one that recently came out by, from the Church of England about how they want to now remove the gender, the gender of our Lord Jesus Christ. They want to make it a, a, a binary, basically. Our Lord Jesus Christ, who we know full well is a male, they want to put a he or she, basically. Something that we know makes no sense. I mean, most of us as Christians, I mean, I speak for myself because thats I can only speak for myself now. I mean, I saw that article, I saw that post online and I was, question, like, I was actually angry in reading it, to be honest, because I was like, huh? I, I said, what? The Church of England is doing what? I mean, from the time that they already said they're gonna now be accepting of same-sex marriage, I knew it's already gone downhill. But to now come and say that you want to put no gender on our Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, the one who is, like, like why? But in doing that, it means... It kind of can now become a thing where we're now judgmental. We can now be questioning the Pope and the priest and everything and they saying, no, who are they? That means they're fake Christians and this and that and bloody bloody blah, blah, blah. But we have to be careful not to do that because God has already told us not to judge, because we ourselves will also be judged. What you can do in alternative is to not accept it. So, for instance, if you were formerly a a Church of England goer, you're a worshipper in Church of England, something like this, I mean, from the time they've even said that they're accepting of same-sex marriage and you do not believe in that, then why are you still worshipping there? Yes, some people now can come and say, oh, it's not every... There's going to be some things in your church that you do not accept and you do not believe. Is it every little thing that you're now going to (laughs) leave? Brothers and sisters, let's be careful because... There are certain little minor things, right? Like maybe, okay, I don't know, they might say, okay, men have to do this and women can't do this. Okay, in your mind, you might say, oh, you don't believe and you're not accepting of that, but it doesn't mean that that's something that is wrong or non-agreed in the will of God. But something as hefty as same-sex marriage or cancelling the gender of God is something that you should not believe in as a Christian because it's wrong it's, it's it's conforming to the things of the world basically and the Bible already says that we are in this world, we are just here for a season, we are here for a purpose but we are not to conform to things of the world I mean think about it, all these things are happening in our generation right and We need to now also think of how we are going to raise or even advise generations to come. We're all mothers and fathers-to-be. We are all uh, leaders-to-be. What will you tell them if you are accepting of what's going on currently? These are questions that they will ask you, that how come so-and-so? I mean, I was having a, a conversation with my good sis this morning, and it, it came to me that, hold on, our children are going to ask us questions. that that mom dad how come this person has two moms or how come this person has two dads why don't i have you're gonna have to give a response you can try and and silence it one time two time, but it's gonna get to a point that you have to sit them down and explain to them okay this is why this is happening but my child it is wrong and you have to be able to refer them back to the bible to let them know why it is wrong you know you can't you can't mention something, right? You cannot have a, have a stance on something without having the, the evidence or the wisdom to back, to back it up basically. Because what, what, what do you, how do you prove yourself? What do you use to defend what you're saying? I hope that makes sense in what I'm saying. What do you use to defend what you are saying? Where is the proof? first corinthians chapter 9 verse 14 it says in the same way the lord commanded that those who proclaim the gospel should get their living by the gospel and i'm going to read it in another version as well i'm going to read it in new king james version it says even so the lord has commanded that those who preach the gospel should live from the gospel So that's to say that I'm not just referring to pastors here. I'm not just referring to priests or or church leaders here. Every single Christian. If you are calling yourself a Christian, you are reading the word of God. You are proclaiming the word of God. It should show through your actions. It should show through your ways, what you are doing. It should be obvious. You don't have to open, you shouldn't have to open your mouth and say, I am a Christian before someone can see that, yes, truly you are Christian. Rather, what should be happening is that your actions match. So we shouldn't have to conform to what these unbelievers want us to conform. That's exactly what I'm getting to. Oh, fine. Okay. In the workplace, they're saying he, you have to uh, abide to, he should, you should be, we should be able to stand our ground and say, sorry, I don't believe in that. It doesn't mean that you're now going to be judging um, bisexuals or or be showing yourself as a homophobic or whatever. I'm not saying that at all. But to not agree with something does not mean that you need to now conform to it. Okay, if that's what they want to do, that's between them and God. That's how I I see it. That's between them and God. But if you're invited to a same-sex marriage, for instance, and you're saying, oh, it's my colleague, I have to go. No, you don't have to do what you don't believe in. If they're saying oh yeah well we're gonna we're gonna do things like this and this is how it's gonna be from now on if it is affecting your spirit because you see one thing that we need to understand as humans is that if your spirit does not like something let me tell you it will affect you if you are doing something that is displeasing to your spirit or you are around people and in an environment that is displeasing to your spirit, it's going to affect you. Until you specifically remove yourself from that situation or that environment, you will not have inner peace. And that's the reality of it. I mean, we are in this world full of unbelievers. Yes, fine. We are, we are amongst them, but it's our duty that we should try at least have have some kind of action in us, have some kind of passion and zeal to try and save their souls, because I mean that's the work that God has sent us to do anyway. We're here to win souls. It might it's not always gonna win. We're not always gonna win. It's not always gonna go off the way we want it to go. But at least let's try. Is it not better to try than to sit down and be looking and just be, be in your in your body, in your mind, you're, you're aggravated. But what are you doing? How are you showing that, you know, I don't believe in this stuff. Actually, I think this option is better. What are you doing in you to show that, okay, I'm in this world, but I'm not of this world. How can I advise my brother or my sister that I don't think that this is the right thing that you need to do? Or I don't think that you should be doing XYZ. I Y, Z. I don't think that you should be... Have, uh, a, socializing with this kind of people what exactly are you doing they can call us names yes they will they will definitely call us names they will give you all kinds of names they will say that maybe you're a hypocrite or maybe you're you're a you're judging or you're this or you're that they will 100% say it but that's left to them right should are we here? we're not here to please man anyway i've said it in in a past in a past um podcast We're not here to please man, we're here to please God, so why should we even care what they wanna say? Why, why are you bothered that, oh, because they're gonna see like this and that? Luke chapter 11, verse 33, it says, no one, when he has lit a lamp, puts it in a secret place or under a basket, but on a lampstand that those who come in may see the light. And I'm gonna jump to 35. It says, therefore, take heed that the light which is in you is not darkness. If then your whole body is full of light, having no part dark, the whole body will be full of light, as when the bright shining of a lamp gives you light. If you, in your own time, please please try and, and read that that part, For, uh, Luke chapter 11, verse 33 to 36. That is a powerful thing. And it stood out to me when I read it this morning that basically what this is saying is that as a Christian, yes, we have our flaws and everything, but it should be so obvious our, our whole body should show that we are holding on and cling, in fact clinging on to the word of God you don't what i'm what i'm trying to say is that is that you you don't have some times that you that you say oh do you know what let me let me just put put down my 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 bible or let me let me just conform to this little part so that they don't see me somehow maybe they're gonna think i'm a bible basher or maybe they're gonna look at me and think i'm trying to be holy than Tao because you're amongst different set of a, a, a different set of people I there's, there's there's some people that we we call partial Christians it's only when they're in the church or amongst people like them maybe when they're in their their Bible study that you really putting see them putting on that that hat there you really see them putting on all that all that show to, to show that they they are also really a Christian but outside of that in the other days of the week they are conforming to the things of the world they too are accepting all these wrongdoings. They too are showing themselves on social media as if they are of the world. Like, really? They're showing themselves as if like, okay, yeah, I'm in this. I'm part of it. I too believe in this. Things that are absolutely wrong, you then come and now circulate yourself with them. Why? I mean, okay, it's going to be difficult. But by clinging onto your faith, you show them that you are not easily swayed. You show them that listen, okay, you can have your belief you can you can worship your different gods, you can believe in 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 all these wrongdoings that I know are wrong, but i'm going to sit here on the other side and i'm going to have my Bible in my hand and i'm going to hold on to the word of God the same way that you are not judging them you're just you're just leaving them to themselves, leaving them and believing that okay, fine, <laughs> fine, but we don't have to accept it, do we? we don't have to to now like dilute our faith because if you think about it that's technically as christians and i i really is i think this is another topic entirely as well but i'm just gonna briefly mention i think as christians we are one religion that are we we like to dilute our faith we we let we we allow things of the world to easily let us just be swayed between a and b it's like okay sometimes yeah maybe sometimes i can drink maybe it doesn't really matter if i if i get a tattoo it doesn't really matter if i partake in, in sex before marriage i mean god is going to forgive god, for, god god is a forgiving god but why are we doing this and I know I, I speak to myself on this as well. This is, this is something, I mean, I don't know why, why God likes to, to use me this way. But in, honestly, every single thing that I, that I put on my podcast is, is direct to myself as well. But really, I just, I want us to believe that this thing's going on. Why are we allowing unbelievers to, to mock us in a way? because they can easily see that okay you're accepting of of this binary kind of stuff or you're you're in our midst um you're 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 congratulating our certain sex marriage you're accepting of it you haven't you haven't gone against what what they're saying what is going to happen in the church of england so are you really a christian or they can now throw questions back at us but how come you do this or but i thought your bible i thought your god says you can't you're not supposed to do this so how come you're doing it why are we giving them that opportunity brothers and sisters why are we allowing them to mock us we know what is right we know what is wrong so why can we not show i mean jude um chapter 1 verse 16 i'll start from verse 16 june chapter jude chapter 1 verse 16 says these are grumblers complainers walking according to their own lusts, and and they mouth great swelling words, flattering people to gain advantage. But you, beloved, remember the words which were spoken before by the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. How they told you that there would be mockers in the last time who would walk according to their own ungodly lusts. These are sensual persons who cause divisions, not having the spirit. See, this is Jude. We haven't even got to the book of Revelations yet. We've been told that these people are going to be amongst us. They're going to shout and scream everything to us. But what are you doing in your own mind and soul? How are you letting them affect you with their words? i mean let's 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 flip it right we can we throw so many things to them we can tell them all but that's not of god but i thought you said you're a christian so how come you're doing this they still stand on what they want to stand on so why is it okay for us to be swayed why are we now feeling that oh no but if i talk you know if i if i say something they're gonna criticize they're gonna say that i'm a bible basher they're gonna and so what we are supposed to do things that are pleasing to God. We are not supposed to do things that are against. So I'm going to just round up with this with these two questions. Um, how strong is your faith? And how much do you really love God? Are you willing to conform to the things of the world simply because of fear? Or are you ready... To proclaim the truth and the word of God in all its fullness to win the souls that God has sent you to win. I'm gonna leave it there. Um, I don't want this this recording to be to be too long, um, but I think we will we will definitely have a part two to this topic. I mean, it's is as I said in the beginning, it's definitely a big one. Please, 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 um, send in your your own questions as well. Send in your own your own thoughts about this, and let's let's discuss this together. I mean, I'm the one speaking, but I have said as I've said many times, I am very much open to having guests on this podcast. So if you have something to share, if you would like to. speak, speak on this, please reach out and let me know. God bless you and have a great weekend.